0: Thursday morning, you know what time it is. I mean, you know what, uh, don't look at your Flavor Flav clock, that's entirely different. It's a breakfast club, means Big Z, more music, better variety, 105.5 in LA, 92.7 when you're not, worldwide at com. Joined by Lee Goldberg from WCSH 6, and he's going to break down the high school football top 10 list for you and announce what game they'll be doing on WCSH6.com this week. Good morning, Mr. Goldberg.
1: Good morning, Matthew. Uh, unbelievable. Week three of the football season, I, I, I listen, I've been doing this long enough, and we literally say the same thing every year, but once we get through this weekend, we're going to be going into the halfway point of the season. We just started this thing, but uh, it's crazy that, uh, that you know it just goes so fast when you only have eight regular season games to play.
0: It really does. I mean, if it was nine, we could say we're almost a third of the way, but we're now currently over a quarter of the way through the regular season. And, you know, we're not that far away from being through the whole season because state championships, November 18th and 19th, really aren't that far away.
1: Yeah, and also remember, for the Class D South teams, they're only playing seven regular season games because of the uh, the loss of Boothbay uh, dropping out at the last minute. So uh, it's just, you know, it's such a short season and it's such a small Uh, Window to really perform, and and I guess that's why the games are so important. I mean, you could say, well, it's only week one, it's only week two, but really, it's not. When it's when you have so few chances to to prove yourself, and uh, you know, the games are are of high importance every single week, and and this week will certainly be the same
0: situation. Well, you know, you've got a couple of those games this week. um, You know, and we'll start off. We'll go through the top ten. We'll talk about that. But um, I know Portland and Wyndham. To me, winner of that one's probably going to host the A North uh, final. in November. And then you've also got uh, Falmouth and Biddeford as well, which I think is a, is could be another one of those matchups where winner of this one is probably going to be hosting a regional final uh, with a chance to go to the state finals in, in November.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's again, in a week three, it almost sounds silly to be talking about home field advantages in the playoffs, but you know certainly Portland and Wyndham uh, look like they will be the class uh, of from the Class A North. They're both going to get in the playoffs, so it's just a matter of who does get that home feel when, if it comes down to it? And obviously, a lot of things happen between now and then. And you're right about Class B South. I mean, it was thought it was going to be, you know, some type of combination of the of Leavitt, Marshwood, Westbrook, and Biddeford. So there's five teams, and out of those five, two have really separated themselves. And I actually don't mean to leave out Kennebunk either, because they're, Joe Rafferty's kids are unbeaten right now at two and zero. But so even out of those six teams, the two that have really separated themselves early are Biddeford and Falmouth. And here they are in week three, and they're going to play each other. So uh, it's going to be electric at Waterhouse Field. It's going to be like it used to be, if you will, and with a big-time football game. And I can't imagine that Waterhouse will be anything but packed on Friday night. Uh, it should be just a great uh, you know, week three matchup between two of the best in Class B.
0: You know, some of my earliest memories growing up were the Marshwood Bitterford battles and watching the highlights on your station. So, you know, it, it th- those were the days back in you know back in the early nineties and things of that yeah, nature.
1: Yeah, and, and some of my early memories are watching Bitterford highlights on Channel Six when I was a viewer. So, I mean, it's <laughs> that's how long it goes uh, with big games being played at that field, and there'll be another one on Friday.
0: All right. Well, with that said, let's hop right in and jump right into the top ten poll. We'll start with number ten, finish with number one.
1: All right, the Wells Warriors are in at number 10. Timmy Roach's kids, they were my pick to win the uh, state championship class C this year. I know that Aaron Filio and Cape Elizabeth are going to have a say in that as well because they're off to a tremendous start. But Wells is in at number 10. Uh, they all scored their opponents 85-6 to through the first two weeks. And uh, Wells will play Saturday at Freiburg Academy, so I would look to, for them to go to, uh, to 3-0. and In ninth place, we've got Maslowski. The Eagles are off to a – Nice two and zero start. Funny, we talk a lot about the Class B South, but Class B North, right now, there's a lot of teams that are playing good football. Scalig and Brunswick, uh, you know, Messolansky, Brewer, uh, all of them really uh, playing good. They're all four. They're all two and zero. So uh, uh, early on, those teams have kind of separated themselves from the pack as the, as the teams to watch in Class B. But Messolansky in in that uh, ninth place. The Portland Bulldogs. you? Did you say something?
0: No, no, no. It was great, oh, sorry, actually. I thought,
1: you, I thought you had a question.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't know. It, it, was, it was good. There was a, uh, It was funny. You said Bulldogs, and somebody somebody like barked, and I'm like, oh, wow, we actually called the Bulldogs. Like He brought his own Bulldog. That was really neat. Yeah, well, yeah. And,
1: and, uh, I'm actually in my car by myself, so that's, <laughs> unless there's a dog suddenly in here, I don't really know what's going on. That's okay. Uh, the uh, of the Bulldogs uh, are in eighth place. Uh, you know, They had that opening season loss to Scarborough. They bounced back. The Bulldogs did last week. and you know, This will be a tough test for Jimmy Hartman's kids. Uh, Friday night, seven thirty against Wyndham, and, uh, and that'll be a, as we've already talked about. That'll be a big uh, statement game for for the Class A uh, North teams. Seventh place goes to Falmouth. Uh, I was at Falmouth last week, watched them take on Westbrook. Uh, they're good, and they're not just good this year, man. They're going to be good next year. They're they're two best skilled players, if you will. Uh, they've got another Ob, Connor's brother. Uh, Connor obviously was just fantastic for Falmouth last year. He's got a, a brother who's a junior. And they've got a quarterback, Jack Bryan, who's also a junior. And uh, those two really help carry the load offensively, and they're only juniors. So Falmouth is set up uh, not just for this year, but next year as well. The Brewer Witches are undefeated at 2-0. They've just dominated everybody so far. Uh, Brewer goes to Gardner this week. Gardner hasn't won yet, so that you would think on paper would be a, an easy win for Brewers. they look to move to 3-0. and In fifth place, it is those Biddeford Tigers. Uh, they have only given up 13 points in two games so far. Uh, One of those uh, was against that highly-touted Marshwood team. So Brian Keurig's kids, man, they're just getting after it defensively. And that was the takeaway I got when I watched them in week one against Marshwood is that their defense was unbelievable. Uh, It's really hard to score against those guys. They're fast. They're athletic. They're around the ball at all times. And nothing comes easy against Bidford. And uh, Falmouth, uh, with that big offense, will take on that big defense. It's going to be really just a classic game on Friday night. In fourth place, Brunswick. Uh, No surprise there. They've scored 101 points in two games. I mean, they're just a machine right now, and they really have had things going now for about five years in a row. Um, And uh, Brunswick will host Coney on Friday night. Matt Perkins and the Wyndham Eagles are in at number three. Uh, We talked about the big game, 7.30. Remember, that's a different start time, 7.30, not 7, on Friday night against Portland. And this will be a good test for him. I mean, first couple games for Wyndham haven't been against the elite, if you will, so this will be a great test for for uh, Wyndham to see where they are uh, when they take on one of the better teams in that division. Second place, Bonnie Eagle. Uh, they rolled last week. Uh, they rolled in week one. Uh, they're going to host Bangor this week. I mean, this could get you know this could be a hundred to nothing. Uh, I mean, Bangor is just you know, just really struggling, and uh, Bonnie Eagles gonna, you know, really could put, could probably put in their second team to win this game. So uh, Bonnie Eagle will move to three and zero. And then, uh, and number one is still Thornton Academy. Boy, were they impressive against Chevers last Saturday? I mean, I'm not sure, uh, you know, we'll, we'll know, how good Chevers is, but we know they're not good enough to beat Thornton Academy. I mean, that was I mean, it was 75 nothing, whatever it was, 65 nothing last week. Uh, Thornton Academy will play its only Friday night game of the uh, Friday night home game of the year uh, tomorrow night when they host the Deering Rams. Deering, kind of a surprise, uh, as they lost on the road at Sanford last week. Um, Surprised and only the fact that people thought Deering would win, but Mike Fallon and Sanford clearly didn't think Deering would win because they won. So, uh, Sanford got that win. Deering gets to 101, and boy, they've got to take on Thornton Academy Friday night. Good luck there to Jason Jackson and his kids. TA is a machine, and they were my pick to win the states in Class A, and I haven't seen anything from anybody, Bon Eagle included, that has led me to believe anything different. I think TA is the class of the class, and until somebody, not just forget about beating them, until somebody comes close. I think that's the team to watch out for because they can just get you every which way about it, offense, defense, special teams. They are uh, they are a small college right now, and they're just rolling uh, down in Saco and Hill Stadium, again, for their only Friday night home game of the year. uh should be a great one, and uh, T.A. and Gearing and, yeah, I don't think my Rams are going to like the outcome of this one,
0: Matty. Yeah, I don't think so. And it's good that you didn't. You know, I know usually you, you're always you're always claiming during, during a win, you know, for this, that, and the other. But in this one, you, you've really you've touched reality here, and you're good. So that's I really understand that. That's always a good yeah, idea. I, I try to
1: use my head over my heart whenever possible. Sometimes it gets in the way, and uh, but uh, no, I I, 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 I i love J.J., I love what he's doing in Deering, but I, I think that this is going to be a let's get everybody healthy and out of the way here because t a is just a machine
0: all right so Friday night you guys have uh falmouth at bitterford at w c s h six dot com right with the with the live stream
1: yeah we'll take the we'll take the broadcast crew down to uh, to waterhouse for this big game and um you know it was great because you know we had last week we did that scarborough game against Bon eagle and uh, we had john Wolfgram in the booth as our Kylo analyst and he was fantastic. I mean, I you know I knew he had done it before, but I obviously I'd never heard him do it because it, it was a while ago. He's been coaching for the past thirty something years, so um, I've never heard him do it. He was great, uh, great insight. Uh, we don't actually have him in the booth this week. He's uh, he, he's a fairly busy guy for a retired guy, but uh, we do have him for a couple more games moving forward. But I thought that was kind of fun to listen to Wolfie uh, just give his analysis as he was watching a game. And anyway, we'll be Biddeford Salmas. From Waterhouse, uh, you can watch it on our website, WCSH6.com, dot 2com 7 o'clock on Friday night.
0: And, of course, right here on Maine's Big Z ninety two we'll have that Portland-Windom matchup that we talked about. And you can watch a video stream for that. You can watch it at MBR.org. And we're working with our friends over at WCSH6 so that you can see it on their page as well. So you can have a choice of two games on Friday night because more coverage is better for everybody
1: with a staggered start, I mean, you can, you know, you can watch Bitterford, Falmouth. Uh, you know, the, the games, I believe, will be side-by-side on our right. website. so You can kind of pick the one you want. You can just flip back and forth, almost like you're watching TV with your picture-in-picture there. It's going to be, uh, it's great for high school football. We're certainly happy to, to be able to provide more than just one game. And, and we, uh, we, we love our relationship with MBR anyway. So that works out great. And uh, the, the viewers are the ones who win. So that's, that's what matters the most.
0: That's absolutely correct. Lee Goldberg from WCSH 6, he joins us every Thursday for the High School Football Top 10 poll. Of course, you can watch the High School Football Top 10 poll as well on the Channel 6 News, 6 p.m. news on Wednesday nights. Goldie, thank you very much. All
1: right, Mario we talk next
0: week. All right, thanks, man. See ya.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get
0: lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?